All right, what is going on, gentlemen? Welcome back to another DMI podcast. We are ready to rock and roll today. We are getting this started. I am here with the doggone darnest daddy. The the so those the of you that d- don't know, <laughs> those of you that don't know, um, J Flo saw this on a podcast, and so that's why we've been doing Man, this the I past couple it. of times. No, I think it's great. I think it's great. But those I guys gotta, have so much charisma and yeah. so much so I, just so like. You, so you're like, saying that I don't I, I don't have that charisma to be able to. OK, so these guys. I, yeah, you're right. They they probably practice it. They probably have it written down somewhere and I never write anything down. And this, so I'm just trying to come off the cuff and come up with some really exactly cool nicknames why, for. This is the way I feel. OK. About okay. this topic. OK. My wife made a cookie, dude. <laughs> That's a good cookie, man. Oh, good, good. Chocolate chip. It has no gluten. It's dairy oh my free. Gosh. And it's a good cookie, dude. You should you should try this cookie. I don't and then she always sprinkles little chocolate chips on top too. Really good cookie. It's cute. Okay. It's cute. Thanks, man. Looks looks good, man. Looks but good. As you were saying, who am I? I was saying, I was saying in this intro, the doggone darnest duplicitous. I have no idea what that means, but I've heard it before. Dwayne Casares, also that's known me, as that, 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 That's me, and you know that is you. You know the guy that always gives the intro. His name is Jay on the Flow. We call hey. him Jay on the Flow. He is Jay Flow. He also goes by Joshua Quest. You know this is the man of this hour that you are listening to. I am just a guy for comic relief. The guys that the reason you are actually here, men, is because you are here to get the knowledge, the truth, the wisdom. From J Flo himself. And we are here to listen to J Flo. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Can we get a, a little sound there? A little. <laughs> all right, all right. Enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that. I'm, <laughs> enough of that. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm humbled by that intro, man. Such a beautiful intro. Thank you, Dwayne. Somebody's got to give you an you. intro around here. I know. Maybe note, next. Let's, m- let's give the intro m- to the podcast. All right. So this is the intro to the podcast. <sighs> there we go. We can get started now officially uh, with our DMI podcast, guys. Again, we want to thank you guys for being here. Uh, all five of you guys watching. Um, no, I'm just kidding. That's, that's a little sarcasm there. Um. Man, don't forget to share this podcast uh, with your your friends. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horrible. That, that, that was a horrible way to transfer. We only have five people listening. Thanks for listening. Um, so please share. Please share, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, you know, make sure that you're getting these these podcasts. Um, guys, we are today going to be talking about stereotypes. I don't know, Dwayne, you had something that you wanted to kind of intro with and talk about and kind of kick us off. Um, let's talk about it, Dwayne. You right, go ahead. So and I'm, I'm gonna give it over to you. About go ahead, time, man. I've been the, not only have I been waiting, but the audience has been waiting as They're well. They're like, "Get this guy to shut hey, up." Where's Dwayne? <laughs> 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 Anyways, so here we go. So basically, I I, I kind of started thinking about this. So um, I give plasma on a regular okay. basis, and when I go get plasma, they have a TV there. And you know what show they were showing? Um, family matters. Us? No, oh, family matters. Family okay. matters. 
And I was like, man, I miss Family Matters, man. I really, really do miss Family Matters. I miss all those shows from from whenever I was a kid that I mm. watched. You know, like not not the shows our parents watched, like Andy Griffith. I thought I Love Lucy. Those were all great. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about like the '90s Jared. shows. You know, those type of shows. I love it. Hey, Andy Griffith was great. I love Barney. You know. Um. Anyways, a uh, Barney Rubble, right? Or is that the Flintstones? Is that his last name? No, is that I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, it was a joke. Okay. Anyways, okay. no, but I really miss those shows, dude. Um. So. Another one I thought of was Home Improvement. Mm. That's a good one. I was like, man, good why, one. why don't they have shows that are like these anymore? Uh, Boy Meets World. That's Frasier. a good one. That was a good one. Frasier? Yeah, I, I bet you liked Frasier, didn't you? You were a Frasier guy. No, I actually wasn't. Really? I didn't. I, I really didn't watch it that much. I think I watched a couple of episodes and I just didn't, I didn't really get into it. Well, it's just real chill. That's why I figured you yeah. have um, gone with it. Friends. Friends is a good one. Mm. Seinfeld. Did you call? Did you say Thinefeld? Seinfeld. Oh, okay, I thought you said Thinefeld. I was like, no, 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 I didn't say Thinefeld. Okay. Uh, Seinfeld. Uh, okay. Man, dude, God, make fun I think of it was the internet connection. I think it was the internet <laughs> connection. Uh, Seinfeld. Um, another one of my favorites was Step by Step. Step by Step. I don't know if I saw that. Yeah, dude. It, it was like familiar. it was like all, they had a bunch of family. It was like it was like I think it was actually a lot like. The Brady Bunch, but a little bit mm. upgraded step by okay. step. Okay. Another one, um, well, obviously, Family Matters, um, but some 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 some, um, some little uh, little to throw these different ones out there. How about Buffy the Vampire? Vam- vampire, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Do you remember I that one? That one, yeah, that one was that one. fun. That was, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like these were cool little shows. What happened to it? And last, but definitely not least, this was not one of my favorites, and it, I also would change the channel if it came on because I was like, eh, I'll watch something different. Third Rock from the Sun. Do you remember that one? I remember it. I I didn't really didn't watch it that it. much. Either. Did you watch any TV growing up, or did you just read? Because that's what I felt like you did growing up. You just read. No, I I was um I would usually just read and meditate. Uh, so um that was kind of my my thing as as a, and, an eleven year old. Um, and, and watch Andy Griffith. And watch Andy Griffith. <laughs> um, to get some really wholesome uh family values. No, um, no, I watched TV, man. I loved watching TV. Um. When I was younger, I would get in trouble a lot because I would like, I would sneak up and I was like, you know, I was maybe 11, 12, 13 and we were supposed to go to bed at a certain time. And so I would like, you know, sneak out, sneak up and watch TV and stuff like that you know, when I wasn't supposed to, but we didn't really watch a lot of TV. Like with a big thing in my house was like, we weren't really supposed to watch TV during the week that much. It was more of like a weekend thing. You know what I mean? Um, you're laughing. <laughs> I see your face <laughs> because I'm technically right that I didn't watch a lot of TV. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think dude, I think when TV I was younger, all the time, dog. Nah, dude, we didn't watch that much TV. My parents were. I mean, I, I, I don't know, dude. I guess I did read a lot when I was a kid. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of of. My, I don't remember my childhood very much. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I do remember, and I, we didn't we didn't read that much. Dude, I watch TV all the time. It was on all the time. My parents would turn no, it off, TV. and I'd just go to another room and turn it on. I mean, like, we watched it all the time. Movies, TV, everything, dude. We'd watch everything. There was, there was definitely a time limit on our TV. Um, like, did. as far as, we had one TV in the house. That was it. Just one TV. We, we, didn't, have time time. we, we didn't have time limits. So we didn't have a lot of rules growing up. Like, And I guess it's just because we, I would, in a sense, just say that, 
like we kind of just respected our parents in a sense of we knew what we had to get done and we mm-hmm. weren't bad kids. You know, we really weren't mm-hmm. bad, bad kids or anything. Um, but, uh, we would, I mean, we stayed up to all hours of the night, dude, all the time. Like, That's all, crazy. Like, and and, and, and mean, even like, now though, like you stay up to all hours of the night. Yeah. Like the, I'm, I know, or I, I know, I, I don't know if we've already released this podcast or not, but, um, we did have a podcast about pride. Um, and we're trying to be humble, but I am pretty great. I'm just going to say that I'm a pretty great guy. So even, even in, in, in the, I feel like even the later it gets, the better I become. I'm just saying. Oh my God. I'm just saying. Um, so yeah, I, I love those shows though. I did watch uh, some of those shows and, and I, I probably caught those shows a little bit later. I was always on the, the latter end of the cultural trend when it came to TV shows. Um, so I would start kind of watching them once everyone else had seen them and, and stuff like that. But I, I definitely like those shows, man. Very well, good. And, and, very good. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I guess, I guess my point in going in into that was, was basically like they portray life as, mm. as, um, I guess not a perfect life. Like they always went through stuff yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and you learned little lessons from them and stuff. Okay. Here's, here's a show. I'm just thinking about when you talked about that seventh heaven. Seventh Heaven, good show, good show. Uh, I didn't watch yeah. that one. You would have, because no, because your dad would, would would make you watch Seventh Heaven instead of watching Dawson's Creek, you know, or something. You that, know, what I'm saying that's a per- like that is a perfect example right there of yeah. like the kind of shows. Because my dad was like, "Oh, he's a pastor. Like, cool, you can watch Seventh Heaven." Watch this, but yeah. Dawson's Creek would be like, "What no, is yeah. that, Mijo? Yeah. What's that? No, Who are those mijo, white kids on TV? No, Mijo, you can't, you can't, you you, you can't go down to the creek, Mijo. I know Dawson's down there. You can't go down there." <laughs> Um, but no, but, but, but I, I guess, I guess my, my, my point in general though, is they portrayed life in, in, in a, in a sense of sometimes the dads were perfect. Mm. Um, and sometimes they were like Tim, Tim, the tool man, Taylor. And, uh, and it was like, <laughs> nobody really wanted to be told the, the Tim, the tool Tim man, the tool Taylor. Man. he was always yeah. getting hurt and everything. It's like, it's almost yeah. as if he didn't know what he was doing in life. Um, and, um, he knew in life he did, but when it came to tools, he didn't know. Um, you wanted to be uh, Al in that. Yeah. Uh, in, in, was it Al? I think his name was Al. Yeah, it was um, Al. And so, uh, but anyways, my, my, I, I, I guess that's, that's, that's basically the, the, the well, thought process I had with that because, because of the stereotypes that, that, that it made, yeah. you know? And that's exactly what, I mean, TV has, is built around storytelling, you know, television shows, script writing, all that stuff is based around and built around um, fitting people into boxes or stereotypes. I mean, that's, you know, when you look at writing, if you take a writing class or something, you have certain, you're, t- you're talking about certain characters and developing a character arc, and they're usually going to fit in a specific stereotype. And, and that's an unfortunate thing because what ends up happening is as culture shifts and moves, then the man gets stereotyped as certain things. And then what ends up happening a lot of times is that begins to affect the way that we view ourselves and the way that we view what it means to be a man. Uh, Culture then begins to shift and we all have to deal with those stereotypes. And so today what we're gonna be talking about is the stereotypes that we face as men. And what are those stereotypes? How can those stereotypes negatively affect us? And then how do we deal with those stereotypes? And so, just kind of off the bat, what are what do you think are some of the stereotypes, Dwayne, that we uh, encounter as men? 
Um, and then we'll get into how they negatively affect us. But what do you think are some of those stereotypes? Well, you know, um, you mentioned that. Mentioned. Okay. See, see what I, I did there? You did there? Yeah. You mentioned that uh, at times that um, men can be put into a box, mm -hmm. in a sense, a certain box. Yes. And, uh, and so since you mentioned a box, I'm going to tell you a little, uh, uh, man, I cannot talk today. No, <laughs> dude, it's, it's wrong chocolate chip cookies, man. Hey, but they're good, dude. It's good. <laughs> and, and I just, I can't even stop eating it. I want to eat another one as I'm talking. No, but, uh, and these didn't come out of a box. These are made from scratch. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, homemade. Just, I'm just saying the box. We're sticking with the box theme here. Okay. okay. Well, we got, we got a theme going on here. So these cookies didn't come out of a box. That's our podcast. Thank you for listening. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so I looked up some stuff on, on how a lady named Phyllis Fagel um, actually, actually did. Um, she, she leads a, a study for boys to actually learn, um, like, I guess, how, how to be men. And, and for mm -hmm. them to be able to express themselves, to communicate. And, and just in general, that's one of the things that we have to be able to do. We have yeah. to be able to communicate. And it's one of the hardest things that men deal with is, is, is that we're not good communicators. And so they're trying to teach these young, these young men, young boys, to, to learn how to become the men that they need to be. So um, she literally asks them, hey, like, what are some emotions, some feelings that men shouldn't have. And these are coming from, you know, 11, 13 year old boys or whatever, maybe, maybe a little bit younger. And, uh, and, and, and they replied with, um, and this is 11 middle school boys. They all quickly agreed on the following that this man box box, see what I did there. This box, um, this man box, um, that men, sh that men shouldn't have any of these qualities. And so, it's the feeling of, um, she called out a feeling or emotion. Um, okay, I lost my place. I apologize. Uh, oh, okay, here he goes. Um, so a trust, sadness, tenderness, patience, fear, insecurity, confusion, and uh, feeling overwhelmed and joy. Um, and these, these are the things that these young boys actually mentioned they were like they're like yeah a man shouldn't mm -hmm. fear or a man shouldn't shouldn't, shouldn't he, he he can't be too joyful um because you know that might mean that he might be a little a little gay um a little homosexual you know what i'm saying um confusion you know he a man shouldn't be confused a uh a, a, the insecure all these things that a man shouldn't be and, mm -hmm. and 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 she literally had to come back and be like well you just eliminated 80 percent of human emotions wow. from the male experience and, 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 and so this, this Miss Fagel lady, she's actually a school counselor. And, and if that doesn't surprise you right there, that as a young boy, a young boy sees that this is exactly how a man should be. Like he shouldn't yeah. be scared. He shouldn't be these things because that makes him less of a man. Like, like that's, that's already how he's feeling as he grows up. Who's feeding that into them? I don't know. Uh, it could be TV. Yeah. It could be a lot of things. But in general, it could be the dad um, that, that, that just say, hey, you know, you shouldn't be scared. No, 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 boys aren't, men shouldn't be like that. But it's okay for, for, for them to express their emotions, to express yeah. these things. And, and, and it's hard for them to do that. 
Um, and so, uh, and, and so that's basically what this whole little program at this school is, is, is it's actually encouraging them to learn how to talk with, with emotional, um, authenticity, um, to be respectful and, 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 and it actually leads them to, um, to less likely, um, to actually grow up to be the kind of men that, 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 that leave that, that destruction in their path. Mm. Um, and, and there's a lot of men and, and, and I'm sure like, I know, man, I've talked to several people um, in, in my life that, 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 that have dads that just weren't good dads and they have no respect for their dads at all. And they're like, I want to be nothing like my dad. Um, in, in a sense, because the fact that that very thing, like it's, these were the things that, that were shown to them. And, yeah. and how do you, how do you, how do you go past that? And, and how do you not have that stereotype, you know, other than trying to teach them at a young age that it's okay to show that emotion, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's one of the big issues that we we get into when it comes to, you know, teaching these young men how to become and grow into their manhood. It there are so many stereotypes out there, and 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 some of it you were saying, how does this get passed along? Yeah, some of it is the media, some of it is um, maybe their father or father figure. But a lot of it is also the culture, the culture that you live in. So different cultures are going to have different stereotypes. So, you know, you look at, um, uh, I, I will, I'll say this because I grew up in the Hispanic culture. And, and so when I look at the culture that I, I grew up in and, and I was just thinking about the fact that I was, um, I spent some time with some family members recently um, and just kind of talking and, and listening and observing the culture, man. And it's just, it's interesting to see how a man is perceived as like, man, you got to be this, uh, this macho, like, Hey, Hey wife, woman, you need to go over there and, um, you know, be in the kitchen and, um, wait for all of us guys to finish eating. Then you guys can sit down and y'all can have your, your food and, and, and be in the kitchen. Um, Wait till we're all served first, and then you, the you and the kids can can have your food, and then you know even the you know the the male Hispanic male, it's you know you're so macho. I'm a, I'm a man, you know I'm, and so you know let me tell you about all the the women I've conquered and I've been with, and and it's like this is the idea of what it is to be, especially when we look at the Hispanic culture, a Hispanic man to be a macho to to be a a conquistador, right? To be the the guy who conquers the women, and you got a lot of notches on your belt, and and that's what it means to be a man. And it's it's to be hard and to be stoic and to to not be uh, to not allow anything to to ever affect you. And you're a tough guy, and you'll fight when you have to fight, and you'll do these things. and And that's what it you know. And when when I looked at that culturally, that's what it meant to be a a Mexican man or a Hispanic man. And it's a sad thing because then what happens is that gets passed down to the next generation and the next generation. And if you don't deal with that, you don't break that cycle, then you end up just kind of continuing in that um, for, for years. And, and it's, it really is a sad thing, man. And, and I kind of got a, a little bit of a, a reminder of that uh, just recently and spending some time with, with some, some family members and stuff and talking about that. So um, it's, it's definitely something that we've got to break and it can really negatively affect you because you were talking about communication. And if you're not able to communicate your feelings, you're going to have 
difficulty in your marriage. You're going to have difficulty in your relationships with other people. You're going to have difficulty in your work because what you've been trying to do is suppress the feelings that you have and it becomes a really difficult thing to deal with. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, actually, um, it, it, it's funny that, that you say that because um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually reading right here and it says, much of the disconnect for boys boils down to the reduction in their identity that often leads to isolation. This was, and so if you're being isolated, it's probably because you're not being able to communicate. Makes sense. Mm, so yeah. this was emulated in a defining question one educator posed during my research for a book. How can boys be authentic when we rob them of the language of their emotions? Mm. Many of the boys at, uh, at, at, I guess at the school um, mentioned feeling alone because of the thoughts or the feelings that they couldn't express without being judged or worse, being bullied. Um, and, uh, and, and, and it, it, it's just, just the thought of that just, um, just blows my mind to think that at, at such a young age, like these kids are dealing with these things and, and, uh, and I guess, and I guess it's getting worse as time goes on. I didn't have a lot of those, a lot of those thoughts. Um, but I guess at the same time, I guess I did at the, in a sense, because, because I never wanted to be alone. You know, I've always Mm. wanted to be with somebody and that's, that's the way we were created, um, was to, was to want a relationship, you know? Yeah. And, and, and anyways, my, my, I, I guess my point is, is that no communication is going to, um, is going to, it's, it's going to affect you quite a bit, especially with, with um, that feeling of that macho-ness and things like that. And, uh, and and you have different stereotypes for different races and different things like that. Um, and you can think of different races and you can, the, the, the stereotypes that they have are just, they're, as much as they might be right, they're not always right, I guess, in a yeah. sense, is what I'm trying to say. And um, so, and I want to just mention two things there. First, with the communication thing, um, like, we gotta. We also need to clarify the fact that being able to talk a lot or to even talk good doesn't mean that you're an effective communicator. And and what I mean by that is just because someone talks, you know, me and Dwayne, we can talk, man. We we make the joke that's like, oh, we're gonna make this a short podcast, and it ends up being an hour, right? Because we can talk. But just because we're talking is does not mean that we're communicating our feelings. Now we've worked on this, and I think both of us are pretty. Um, good at communicating what we're feeling to an extent. But even then, uh, sometimes we're feeling certain emotions. And if we don't feel comfortable sharing those emotions with somebody, or we feel like maybe somebody's put down our, our uh, feeling, you know, those emotions or communicating those things, it, it's, a, it's a difficult thing to be authentic and, and authentically say, this is how I'm feeling. Um, and so I think that that's an important thing because you might say, oh, well, my kid knows how to, how to communicate because he talks a lot or, you know, I, I have all these young people in my life, these, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, and they talk all the time just because they're talking doesn't necessarily mean that they're being authentic about what they're feeling in inside. Mm -hmm. And they may be feeling with, you know, feeling some sort of, uh, uh, anxiety. They may be anxious about something. They may be having problems at home. They may be having all these things. And because of, of the, um, the things going on in their life, they're not necessarily able to, to, to communicate those things. Go ahead. And, and oh, I'm going to say like the best, the best example that I could give for this is like, you know, when your wife's like real mad 
Like, and you know uh-huh. she's mad, mm-hmm. but you ask her, "Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey how, how how are you doing? Are you you all right?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." But you uh-huh. know, you know, yeah. there's not something right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you you, you know, know there's something wrong. And and she could be talking to you. I mean, y'all could have a whole conversation, and and it's like. There's something off here because she's not necessarily being authentic and wanting to communicate that. And I think as guys, we also have to realize that we might be really good talkers. That does not mean that we're all we're communicating um, in the best way. And I think part of that is the fact that there are some stereotypes. And it's like, I can't share that because then what am I going to look like? Am I going to look weak? How am I going to be perceived? Um, and we've got to kind of break some of those stereotypes and we've got to begin to to deal with those things um, in in our lives and because those things become destructive. And and uh, the second thing that I was going to say, so that was the first and the second thing kind of going along what you're talking about is the the stereotypes culturally. Um, a lot of people say, well, I mean, look, there, there's stereotypes for a reason because, you know, Hispanic males are always like this. Black males are always like this. White guys are always like this. And while there may be grains of truth in certain things, the reality is that those stereotypes and and kind of um, giving or continuing those stereotypes, all they're going to do is they're going to harm more people. And I think we have to realize those things and we have to be honest with what those stereotypes are. Is there any truth with them? And then how do we break those stereotypes and how do we go against what we've seen in our culture, what we've seen in our race, whatever it may be. And how do we, um, begin to, to redefine manhood in our own lives? Cause it starts with us. And then in the lives of a lot of the younger guys that maybe we, we have some influence over. So what would you say, I mean, how do we, how do we overcome this? I mean, how do we overcome that stereotype of, of thinking? Because I mean, I remember growing up, I didn't want to be referred to as a Mexican because mm-hmm. of the stereotype that not the macho side, but just of, of other things that I'm like, I don't want to be Mexican. Like, like that's, that's not what I want to be. I want, I'm, I'm yeah. brown, man. I'm a brown man. That's just yeah. me. I'm brown. You, you, yeah. you're, you're brown. I'm brown. Black guys are black. White people are white. Why can't I be brown? Why do I got to be called a Mexican? People would ask me, well, what, well, what, okay, you're brown. Fine. Well, what kind of brown are you? That's what I'm trying to ask. I'd be like, oh, I'm light brown. Like that's, that's, that's just what I am. I'm light brown. Um, and, and if you want to call light? me anything, I'm, I would say I'm a Texican. Oh, so you're a Mexican? No, I'm a Texican. That's just what I am, man. Come on. Like, give me, like, if you, if you want to label me something, like label me a Texican because I'm, I'm a proud Texan, a Texas forever. And uh, that's just the route that, 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 that I'd want to go with. And, and I know multiple people, multiple people, look again, multiple people that are like that, you know, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a tough, um, it's a tough thing to be in. So how do, how, how do I, how would I overcome that? I'm not, oh, by the way, real quick, just so everyone knows, I'm not like that anymore. I'm proud to be Mexican <laughs> or Hispanic or whatever you want to call it. It's, um, it's more culture. And I just, I'm not real big on, on all that stuff. That's why it doesn't really bother me, you know? sense but yeah how do we overcome the 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 the, the mind the thought process of, yeah and and yeah. i think part of it goes back to this idea of recognizing it and and this kind of seems to be a theme in a lot of our podcast is like recognizing this i mean recognizing when you're you're being a jerk recognize when you're being or, or feeding into stereotypes and i think we have to recognize the stereotypes that we have in our own head about ourselves and then we also need to recognize the stereotypes that we have about other people and I think that's an important part is not only recognizing our own stereotypes that we're living uh, up to, but the ones that we place on other people, because both of those things go hand in hand. 
um, when we have certain stereotypes or expectations of, of people that aren't necessarily correct, when we can begin to break those, we can begin to break our, so first of all is recognizing those, those stereotypes. Um, and then the other part is being honest with, um, maybe our shortcomings. And so you look at your own life and say, okay, if maybe I've been feeding into this macho stereotype that men need to be this way, I've recognized it in my own life. What do I need to do to begin to break those things? What actions like, you know, habits. So I'm going to give you some really, really practical things, right? Um, in the cultural stereotype that that I I've lived in, and I I want to also preface this because I need to make sure that like this is known in case my you know my parents are listening to this. This is not something that I saw you know necessarily with my dad. All right, and and so I want to I want to make sure that that's said because some people be like, man, dang, his dad was this way. I saw this more so with with people that were around me, other family members, maybe um, you know uh, just kind of in general the the culture that I grew up in. So. Um, and we're, let's take it with, with a baby, right? Like I've got a baby. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to take it this way. Hey, um, yeah. Um, uh, Emma's di- diaper's dirty. Go ahead. Here you go, wife. Go ahead and do this. And after you're done with that, can you go ahead and just, you know, feed her, clean the bottles and stuff like that? I'm going to go watch TV. I'm gonna go hang out. You're not talking um, about me, right? No, no, no. I'm not talking oh, okay, about you, okay, brother. Okay. I was making sure. Um, and, uh, and you know, um, I'm, I'm a man, I'm, I'm out there working, I'm working hard. I need to relax. You go ahead and take care of all that stuff. Um, and I, yeah, I know that you're working. I know you have your job and stuff like that, but this is your job. You're the woman. So go ahead and, and do that. Um, and it's, sometimes it's not as upfront as that, but we, we fall into the little routines and the little things and we say, well, that's just, that's what she does. And what I would argue is the way to break that stereotype is I recognize, man, why am I doing that? Why do I think that I have the right to not have any sort of responsibility around the house, that I have the right to not help put away the laundry, that I have the right to not do that? Now, if you have an agreement with your wife and you say, all right, you're, you're and I know so, certain situations are different because sometimes there's wives that are staying at home specifically to do that and the husbands go out and work and I don't, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think there's a lot of people out there that they're sharing 50-50. The, the wife is at work. And then the husband is at work and I'm going to say, I fall into this category and I've had this conversation with my wife several times. It's like, she's like, you know, I work too. Like I go out, I do those things. I'm, I'm working. And then we come home and instead of sharing the responsibility, you want to do this. And I realize that some of it comes into the cultural context that it's like, Hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the man, like go cook, cook, cook my dinner and, and, and let me go watch TV and hang out and do the things. And, and then she's doing all this stuff along with, you know, working and, and all this. And so I think that being conscious of it, looking at it and then saying, why am I doing this and how can I get better at it? So for me, it's consciously saying, all right, I need to make sure that I'm, I'm helping her put away the laundry, not putting it all on her. All right. If we're going to, if we finish eating, all right, one of us is going to wash the dishes. The other one's going to clean, um, you know, the 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 sink and and clean the uh, uh, I mean, clean the 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 countertops and the table and that kind of stuff. If if we're cleaning the house, one of us is doing upstairs, one of us is doing downstairs. How are we splitting this equally so that we can look at that? Now, that's that's like some practical things. Um, on the other end, with the communication thing, it's okay. What am I feeling internally, and then how can I communicate that effectively without feeling as if um, that is diminishing my value as a man. And so 
when I look at my wife and, and I'm talking to my wife and I'm, I'm, you know, maybe feeling a certain thing. And then my natural reaction is I'm not going to tell her that because that's going to make me look weak because that's going to diminish, you know, who I am as a man. You know, maybe I'm, I'm feeling a little, uh, maybe I'm feeling a little insecure about something. Um, I had a conversation. I'm going to be honest. This is, this is getting real right here. I had a conversation with my wife a couple of days ago and I was like, Hey, um, I want to tell you something. And she's like, what's up? And this is going to sound weird, but you know, I'm always complimenting you and I'm always telling you how beautiful you are. And I'm always telling you like, man, I have this hot wife and, you know, and I, and I'm always just telling you this, I'm building you up. And, and to be completely honest, sometimes I feel like you don't think I'm attractive because you don't really tell me these things often. Now, as a man, my first thing is like, dude, you're a guy. Like, why are you asking your wife, like to, to, to call you handsome, to, to tell you these things. And, and it's like, it was uncomfortable for me because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to tell her like that. I feel ugly. Like I'm a, I'm a guy. Like I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to be a pretty guy, a handsome guy. I'm, but I was like, so, you know, babe, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the truth. I feel ugly. I feel ugly today. I feel like I've, you know, and, and she just hugged me and said, I, you know, I think you're good looking. Well, well tell me. And so I had to openly communicate that. And there's a lot of guys that wouldn't be or feel comfortable with, communicating that. And I had to actually, before I even had that conversation, I knew that it was going to be an uncomfortable conversation. I had to ask myself, why is that an uncomfortable conversation to have? Because that doesn't fit into our idea of what masculinity is. Um, and so having that and being honest with my wife helped because then she say, she's able to say, okay, I need to do this more. I need to, to make sure I'm building him up, not just from a, hey, you're, you're such a great leader. Hey, you're such a great you know, husband, hey, you're such a great provider. Hey, you're a wonderful pastor, but hey, you're a good looking guy. That outfit looks good and you know, on you. I love that way that shirt fits on you, you know? And oh, are your arms getting a little bit bigger, babe? Those kind of things. So <laughs> why are you laughing at me, dude? See, that's why I can't share my feelings. No, uh, uh, you, you, you know good and well that, uh, that that's... Um... <laughs> <laughs> that the ending of that was a little little cheesy. You know, the ending was a little okay, cheesy. Okay, okay, that was a little cheesy. Okay, yeah, yeah. that was a little cheesy. Um, yeah, so yeah, that that was that was a little cheesy. Um, at the end, at the end, no, but I do. I think, I think, I think, I think that's great, man. I really do. I think, I think everything you, um, everything you said was really, really good. And I think, I guess it even. Um, so, so in sh in short, what were your two main points? Did I talk a lot right there? I said a lot of things. You did, you did. But 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 I feel like there's a point that you're missing. That's okay. Why, do you do you remember your two points or no? No, those were my. I thought those were my two points. The first one was um, the identifying it, and then the other one was um, like once you've identified it, what are what are the practical applications or the steps that you can take um, towards that specific thing that you've yeah. identified? That would be my gotcha. two points. But I, am no, I no, missing no. something there? No, no. I and 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 and, and this is my point is like. The first step is that it starts with you. Mm -hmm. Is it starts yep. with the person, the man. It starts with the father. It starts with the with the husband. It starts with yeah. whatever you are, uncle, or you're not, since you're not married or whatever, whatever you are, it starts with you and the way that you act around others. You know, and mm. and so and so and I guess in a sense, and, and it ties in with everything you said, but in general of. It, you have to realize that the um, 
the stereotype of that feeling of whatever it is, it's supposed to stop with you. Stop the stereotype mm. and become what you want your son to be, yeah. what you want other men to be. You have to be able to express those things. You have to be able to talk about those things. You have to be able to do that. And I, J. Floor, I give you mad props for that, man. I think, I think, I, th- I think what you did with your wife is is something that men don't do, and that's exactly why marriages fail. Because mm. they, because because you could have gone the next year, two, three, four years, not feeling, I guess, in a sense, enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 your wife not realizing that she was making you feel that way, which would cause yeah. other problems in your relationship. Mm-hmm. As and, 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 and not only that, but it would also cause a, a problems with you and your daughter. Like it, 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 yeah. And that's the thing is that it literally tr- trickles down to everything. It does yeah. it to everything that, that happens. And so you have to understand that, that it starts with you and you have to make those choices of saying, look, I'm going to choose to communicate and, and I'm not saying forcing your communication in a sense of we have to talk now, but like in a sense of, I guess just communicating in general, I guess, you know, and, yeah. and, 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 and like you said, you know, there's uh like <laughs> you got a talker and then you got someone that, uh, that, that talks with meaning. Um, mm. and, uh, and in a sense, we can be both talkers um, and uh, we can both also talk with meaning. And, and, and at the same time, uh, it, it's one of those things of understanding, like making sure that what you're saying has meaning and that you actually are speaking truth and not just, you know, rubbish constantly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 but in that case, man, I just, once again, man, I want to give you mad props. And, 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 and it's, it's funny that, that, that you say that because I, 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 I've, I've never told my wife that, but I've, I've told her several things I, and, and nothing comes to mind right now. But, um, but, but, but there have been times where I've been like, wife, like, like, well, come on now. Like, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and you all, you even almost kind of slightly convicted me in a sense, because I, I, if, if, if a diaper gets dirty, I give it to my wife. Like if it, meaning the child, I give the child to my wife. Um, and, and it kind of made me feel a little like, like I said, I felt a little bad about it, but then I was like, wait, hold on. Like, and that's the thing. That's <laughs> yeah. the thing is that once again, you have to know yeah, how like, wait, hold on. Am I, am I, am, and, and this goes into, um, into the prideful kind of, um, uh, podcast, but at the same sense, like you have to, you have to realize like, like in this communication between me and JFlo that we're having right now, I have to be like, wait, hold on. Is, am I lying to myself in this? Am I lying to myself saying, wait, hold on. So is JFlo saying that I'm, is, and that's why you guys heard me say, wait, hold on. Are you talking about me? Are you talking about me? Because, <laughs> but at the same sense, like I was joking, but I was like, wait, hold on. Is he talking about me? <laughs> and, and but I, I mean, I wasn't because oh, I yeah. fall into that. Like, whatever. Uh, you're talking about me. Uh, <laughs> no, but, but, but I had to tell myself, wait, he's not talking about me. He's not. And because I give, I give the baby to my wife because I don't feel comfortable changing a girl's diaper. And when, yeah. when I have that son, I know like, 
I, it's time to change diapers. And, and I'm actually excited about it because like, mm-hmm. I, I, because, because this could be my son. Like I have to teach him how to be a man. I have to yeah. teach him that there is no stereotype that's going to hold him down. Like he, he's going to be the man that God wants him to be, not the man I want him to be. And that I have to mm-hmm. strive to push him and be the best man that he can be. And, 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 uh, and to be honest, Jay Flo, I probably would have got a lot more if my parents would have told me, Dwayne, you're not watching TV this week. If during the week, <laughs> no TV. Um, and, and I probably would, I probably would have learned more. I probably would have had to learn more. I didn't have a choice. Um, at the same time, I did spend a lot of time outside and things like that, but still like, it was one of those things of, Hey man. And so like, that's something we, we do with the girls is that we try not to turn on TV every day, um, with them, um, or, 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 or try to do those things or no, no movies or things like that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But, but, but teaching them and, 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 and building them up to know that they need to communicate and do those things. And, and, um, <clears throat> you know, like the, the stereotype of. But I guess that goes into something else, but it, it just in general, like building them up to do those things. I think, I, I think, I think these three things are beneficial, great, crazy beneficial to you if and you I, want to be able to break those stereotypes. And I think what you said was really, really good about, you know, it starts with us, what you were talking about with passing it on to that next generation, the best, you know, there's is this common saying, you know, uh, things are, are caught, not taught. Right. And so your kids are going to see that. And, and I mean, you want your daughters, I want my daughter to see, okay, if I want them to, to end up with a man who is going to love them and be compassionate to them, I've got to model that. And I've got to, to model what it means to be a good communicator. Um, so she sees that she catches that she's like, man, I, I see my dad being honest with how he's feeling. I see my dad being honest with who he is. I see my dad serving my mom um, and I want somebody like that. And so those are the things that if we want to stop and break those stereotypes, we have to live it out so that the next generation will see it. Uh, and so I think you you make a great point there, man. I think that's that's such an important, important part of of breaking those stereotypes. No, yeah, dude. And, I, 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 and honestly, like that, and that's exactly what we want. We want our girls to be able to grow up and be and be the best and get the best. And 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 and, and so and I I say, man, I say get the best. I mean, you know. Um, in everything, husband, you know, career, whatever it is. And, um, and, and, and that's something specific is that, you know, I, I think it's funny and I, and, and yes, I am tooting my own horn in this situation, but my, my sister actually told, um, my wife, she goes, man, like guys are just going to bore like <laughs> Aurora and bell. And, and my mom was yeah. like, what, what do you mean? And she, and she goes like the way Dwayne is like, he is always just like, always having fun, always just like, woo, you know, a hundred percent of the time. And, and like to find a guy that's as energetic to find a guy yeah. that's as, as, as loving or as, 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 um, as I guess, you know, in a sense, the best, best dad in the world, um, context, you know, like, and, and, and it's, they're going to have trouble and that's my goal. In all honesty, mm-hmm. that is my goal to know, to let them know, hey man, like, like you deserve the best. I'm not the best. I'm not even <laughs> close to being the best. I might claim to be the best because I think it's funny, but at the same time, like, like I want to show them exactly what man they need to marry because mm-hmm. um, it's important and I want them to know yeah. who they are and I want them to know who their real father is. And, 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 and whenever I have, whenever I have, whenever, um, I have my son, I, uh, I can't talk today. I apologize again, guys. But, uh, but still, whenever I have my son, because I'm going to have him, not my wife. 
Um, whenever, whenever we have our son, I want to be able to teach him how to be that man is what I was saying earlier, you know? And, and like, and so for instance, um, uh, I want him to know that like, he's going to be named after my dad. My dad was a Mm. great man and he needs to live up to that name. Not because, not because, um, this is the best you can be, you know, let me name you Jesus so you can be like Jesus. No, but, um, but, but if, if, if we can grow up to be just a fraction, I actually, I, somebody told me this one time, J flow, he goes, um, this is my cousin. He goes, Dwayne, if we could just be a fraction of what our dads were, man, mm. like imagine how great we would be. And I was yeah. like, Hey man, I'm, I was thinking, man, I am a fraction, man. I'm a fraction right now. And, I, and, and my, my goal is to make it a whole, like, you know, like that's what I'm thinking, you know, but, 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 and it's not me being prideful. It's me saying, Hey man, I'm, I'm reaching for the stars. You, you want know? to be the best you can be yeah. at all times. And I want my daughters to know that. And I want them to know that who they are in Christ. It's all goes back to remembering who you are in general. Yeah. Remember who you are and, and to break those stereotypes. So, so guys, let's break those stereotypes. Um, this week, what we can do to, to, to kind of, um, do that and and to to begin to um break those stereotypes what we've what we're doing is um and i know this is always kind of our our default but um i think it's always a good practice to to look at and no, write down no. certain <sighs> things okay what are you gonna no man you always saying writing stuff i was just like please don't tell me i have to write something again um so what you can write uh is write down some of those stereotypes that you think uh of when you think of uh manliness and just do two, two stereotypes and then track throughout the week. What, um, when are you acting out on that stereotype? Um, so, you know, just jot them down. And the reason I say write is because writing, at least in my own life, has always been a way to, to solidify something, to make it kind of like official. And sometimes if I'm, if I just have it in my mind, it's going to slip my mind. But if I've got like the two stereotypes and maybe you write it, you leave it on your nightstand or, or, you know, on the, um, you know, your, your bathroom, you kind of tape it up there, put on a sticky note or whatever, uh, in your bathroom or your restroom. And you look at it and you're reminding yourself every day. It's like, these are the stereotypes that I'm fighting against every single day. Um, and I think that's a powerful way for you to keep it in your forf- in the forefront of your mind and then say, I'm not going to do that. Um, and I'm going to actually be different. I'm going to be a good communicator. I'm going to be whatever that stereotype may be in your culture or in your family or what you've ever, you got in, in your mind. I mean, I think it's, that would be a very practical way for you to live out this idea of remembering who you are. Remember that you are more than what that stereotype is. Yeah. So um, that is our podcast for today. Y'all take care. Uh, Don't forget to mention this podcast to all of your friends, uh, your family members, the guys in your life that you care about. Mention this podcast to them. Dwayne, what do we need to remember? Remember who you are and also remember to rate our podcast. Go on uh, your little iPhone there, scroll down all the way to the bottom uh, on, on you, when you click on our little link and uh, hit five stars just for us. And if you want to leave a comment, leave a comment. We would totally appreciate that. I'm going to put the DMI family because that's what you're a part of. And we appreciate you guys so, so much. Also, we're trying to reach 100, um, 100 listeners, aren't we, JFlow? That's right. Yes, we are. We're trying to reach 100 listeners, so make sure that you do that. We got some stuff we want to do and we're um, kind of have in store, but we're not going to do that until we get 100 listeners on average 
on our uh, downloads. We're at around 60. So we need some more. We need some more uh, listeners, about 40 more listeners uh, to kind of get to that hundred. So like we said, share it, share these podcasts and let people know what's going on. That way we can uh, get more listeners and we can kind of have some some fun. Um, and over the next several podcasts, we actually got some guests lined up. So they'll be coming out over the next couple of weeks. All right. So stay tuned for those things. Big things to come. All righty, guys. Y'all take care. Peace out. Peace.